Hey, it's Todd from Every Playlist Tells a Story. Uh, we talk a lot in this episode about uh, ZZ Top and just got the news that uh, Dusty Hill passed away last night. Devastating. Uh, really don't have words for it. If you listen to this podcast, you know that little old band from Texas sure does mean a whole lot to me. And uh, this one hits hard. So, uh Keep that in mind as you're listening to, like I said, we talk, we talk about ZZ Top Live. We talk about some uh, anniversary on some records. Great, great stuff. Uh, take some time out of your day. Go pull up some old, old ZZ Top. Put it on and uh, celebrate the life that was uh, the low end of ZZ Top, Mr. Dusty Hill. And, uh, man, I don't know. That's it. Enjoy the show. Hey, what's up? I'm Todd. I'm Jimmy. And you are back for another episode of Every Playlist Tells a Story, episode 63, Jimmy. Hot summer 63. Oh my God, it's brutal out there. Oh yeah, 90 degrees, loving it. A lot of humidity. Oh, this is this is what I love about summer, right Crunchy now. grass. Love hot summers. This is, this is all, this is what you're all about. Well, you, you know, you're getting that water, you know you ain't gonna worry about being cold. No, I got in last night and it was... Uh, Bath water. It was awesome. Walk right in. Loved it. Yep, absolutely. You always got to look for the positive. That's right. There's always the upside. Yep. So um, you had, we've had some ZZ Top drama. I had a show with ZZ Top that was canceled because of, um, is it an official hip injury? You know what? I I never got a reason why your show was canceled. I can only talk about my show. Now your show did happen. I My saw show did happen. That there was a replacement Dusty Hill. Yes, and it's a guy that's been with them for twenty years. Yeah, it's like the guitar tech. Yeah, and he's got a beard and I, I mean, looks like one of them, dude. Yeah, looks like just just yeah, like a like a like they went to a lab and said, "Get us as close as we can." Doppelganger, yeah, yeah, doppelganger. Yeah. How'd it go? We're really good. I mean, the guys, you know, like you said, been with them for twenty something years, yeah. so. And kind of knows knows the stuff. Uh, good show. They sounded fantastic. That's good. I mean, it's just you know, it was, uh, you know, the, I guess the major difference would be, you know, there's some songs that Dusty sings that Billy sang. Oh, okay. Instead of like because Dusty's not there. Yeah. Yeah. All so right. you know, hearing Billy sing, it was you know, it was cool, but looked good, sounded great. Uh, just. I tell you what, one of the coolest tours I've worked with. I mean, the tour manager down to the tour assistant to the tour accountant. Everybody was just laid back, cool as could be. It was a nice, easy, fun day. There wasn't, there was no drama. They were just they've been doing it long enough that everybody's know, a veteran on that. Everybody's on that a crew, veteran, huh? exactly. Nice. Yeah, every, and and just nice as could be. So can't say enough good things about them. But I missed out on the one thing I love about ZZ Top and working ZZ Top shows. What's that? Was the guitar player behind the stage playing? Did not see a guitar player behind the stage playing. Not playing, not holding down the rhythms. No. Really? Yeah. So how'd that, how'd they manage to do that? Again, I, I, I don't know, I don't know the mystique, man, but I, all I know is they sounded good and there was nobody back there playing, so. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Because I know back in 2000. Right. At the Robert Stadium, we were up in the skybox watching them and. Uh, you could see like 
the side of the stage and behind the stage, and there was a guitar player back there playing right during the show. And I was like, oh, okay. just somebody back there tuning something up, maybe. Well, I, you know what? Could have been this guy just practice practicing his chops. Probably had a little practice amp. But practicing having, his chops, waiting for his moment to shine, and here we are. Well, I always wonder how they handled the overdubs. Oh yeah, I don't know. I know. Yeah. You just don't want to admit it. No, I, I really, I don't. I, I, even if I have an inkling of a suspicion of something, I want to believe in the mystique of it all. But I'd rather it be like that than be a tape. Right, yeah. Or a track. You sure, know? sure, I get that, yeah. So, yeah. Because I remember that when we had that Beach Boys at the Victory Theater, right. remember that story, where the, the final song was um, Kokomo. Yeah. And the CD starts skipping this way 20-plus oh, years ago, and they just walked off stage. It's almost middle you can do. like Yeah, that's all you can do. Yeah. So hmm. they were playing to a CD uh, that started well. skipping. So, okay, well, that's good. You had a good one. Um, I don't know why they couldn't. I guess it seems like he would know how to play the bass, but he probably just wasn't mentally prepared to go on stage maybe for the Evansville Oh, the guy show. that filled in? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, your show was on Wednesday. Mine was on Sunday, so there were... But they knew Monday, right? Was it Monday they announced uh, it? Two days before our show? Maybe it sounds right, yeah. So I mean, Maybe couple... it was just a matter of just figuring out, okay, what are we going to do? Because Billy Gibbons was in Evansville. He got pictures oh, yeah, of the firemen and all Facebook that. Oh, yeah, on Facebook, and yeah, fireman. He was over at the music store. Yeah, so. yeah he was banking around. But yeah. I guess that was scheduled anyway, but they didn't know for sure, maybe. For sure, for sure. Yeah, I mean, they... It seems to me like it's that whole, let's see if we can figure out a way to make it happen. I'll be in town if we can figure something, you know. Yeah. Maybe the hope was he'd go, Dusty'd go home and there'd be a quick fix and he could be back. And But I don't I don't know for yeah. sure. Probably worried about the quality of the show. Just, you know. Yeah. It, I mean, it was, again, love Dusty on bass. But it was it was a cool show. I mean, I managed to get out and watch a few minutes of it. It was out there for the beginning of it. And popped my head out a couple times when I could to just kind of watch some of it. And it's... It was a great show. Good deal. So just, and oh man, I got to, and I got to mention they had this dude and I, one of the reasons I hate that he didn't, they didn't play Evansville is their opening act, this dude named Marquise Knox Mm -hmm. from St. Louis. Okay. Blues player. Just the coolest dude in the world. I managed to catch a few minutes of his set. Um, I talked to him later on that night and I was like, dude, I've never heard of you before, but I'm after the 34 seconds, I stared at you playing on stage there. I'm going to go dig into your stuff. I'm a fan. He was good. He was real good. So okay. Marquise Knox. Marquise Knox. That's M-A-R-Q-U-I-S-E-K-N-O-X. Okay. So, uh, but yeah, he was cool shit, man. I liked watching him play. So um, he's on my to look up and dive into list. Okay. Yeah, I'm just making a note here. Yeah. What, what else you got going on this week? Uh, You watching any of the Olympics? Are you I Olympics watched watcher? um I watched uh the Lil- Lily King last night. Right. Caught that. Uh it's, it's impossible with a three year old because I was already had like last night going, you know, it's like three hours right, coverage. Yeah. You don't know where Lily King's gonna land. Right, yeah. Exactly. You just gotta turn it on and hope for it. Yeah. And then my three year old comes in and says, I wanna watch Grinch. And so you gotta turn it over to Grinch. Right. And I was kinda working on the podcast anyway, but it was D. I knew it was DVR on top of that. Right. So, yeah. You know, I knew I could catch it where I could, and turns out 
she walked off and I had missed a thing on Didn't Lily King, it, yeah. who finished with a bronze right. medal, which Lily is still did. great, but yeah. a little bit of a shocker. I thought, sure. I mean, she's well, so dominant. But the one that did win. Yeah, it was a great story. Yeah. I she's from, uh, what, Stewart? Seward in Alaska, something like, like that. Like, I yeah. looked it up, there's like 2200 population, right? Yeah, yeah. A little small town just off the southern part of Alaska. There, yeah. um, it was cool, you know. And she was crying when there she saw the camera, everybody back home was cheering yeah. her on in the gymnasium, I guess, right? So, yeah, it was, it, it was good, yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, I've been, I just put it on. I don't, you know, I think last night I watched, I watched volleyball, women's volleyball last night. Mm hmm. After the swim thing, and then earlier today, we're recording earlier in the week, but earlier today, there was like some sort of mountain bike race that was on. It's just one of those that I just put it on and just look at it when I want to look at it kind of thing. I've been trying to catch, for my hometown, Jackie Young is on the three-on-three women's. Oh, okay. But I can never, like, catch it, because the problem with, like, when they say what's upcoming, it's like, this sport and that sport and that yeah. sport and that sport. So it's buried somewhere in that three hours. Right. And I haven't had time to like dissect. Well, and I think it. too, that isn't it on, it's on like NBC, but then it's also on MSNBC or it's, there's two or three channels. I think got coverage of it. Right. Yeah. yeah. So you gotta be on the right channel too. So. Yeah. So I got like hours of DVR material. Oh my God. To go through. And it's just right. like, uh, and plus, you know, we're getting, we're both getting ready to go out West. And so, right, yeah. I don't know when I'm ever going to get to it, but I'm going to catch it. Yeah, well, just just keep on dreaming. Like, like an Olympiad. Looking for those windows of time. Yeah, exactly. Uh, some news that came in today, late this afternoon, actually kind of hit hard with me a little bit. He hadn't been with the band since 2013, but Joey Jordison, drummer for, original drummer for Slipknot, passed away. 46 yeah, years old. 46? 46, says he died in his sleep. I think he's had some troubles in the past. I I know what I've read, but who knows what's what. But I hate that because he was badass, man. Oh yeah, we got this. We seen him on the Ozfest. He mm -hmm. came to Evansville. Yep. Back in what oh one oh two something somewhere like that. Yeah. Um, when the train the guitarist from the band train right, yeah. was a substitute. Yep. And no one noticed because yeah, they wear masks. They wear masks. So, I mean, nobody knows. Yeah, and that's why I like Train. I didn't like Train before. That. Oh, really? That the Slipknot show got it, you on the train of, thing because I found out the guitar player from Train played in Slipknot. I was it's like a little, a little different music. Oh yeah, 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 a little different. Yeah, but something that's the only, probably the only reason I like Train. I'll, oh, okay. I'll tolerate Train. You'll tolerate them based on that. Okay, I'll go see him. I will. I would pay to see him live, knowing he was a he one was time on stage member of Slipknot wearing a Slipknot mask. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, Slipknot's one of those bands that when they first came out, I was not interested. And then I don't know what it was. There was, there was Probably something. Probably seen them at Ozfest. I mean, there's a lot of energy it there. It could have been that. It could have been whatever single was popular on the radio at the time. But I've since developed a love for Slipknot, just the aggression in it. And seeing them live, is it's, it's like a cartoon, live-action cartoon. It's just craziness. Yeah. But I think Corey Taylor, the singer, has got one of the best screams in rock and roll. Oh, yeah. It's just perfect. Yeah. So so I'm now a fan. I went through a, about a six-month phase of just nothing but Slipknot, just constantly playing. Went and nice. got all the records and just dove into it, man. Did so. it change your attitude toward your daily uh, doings? No, but it's, yeah, I mean, there's, there's, it, it I don't know. It, it calms me. It calms you. Yeah. Yeah. We've talked we, about that We've before. talked about how it does the complete opposite of what I expected. Right, yeah. 
the other thing I got here is I know a couple weeks ago I talked about that old time traveler TikTok post I saw, and uh, we've got the first of the the prediction dates coming up here. So atten- uh, according to him, we need to pay attention Tuesday, August third. That is the day that NASA supposedly will discover a mirror Earth with opposite gravity, opposite motion, opposite physics, et cetera, et cetera. Everything about Earth, but opposite. August 3rd, Tuesday, August 3rd, pay attention. Uh, But then as I was kind of writing this, I kept thinking about it. It's like, I kind of feel like even if it does happen, we're not going to hear about it. That's like a, seems like that's a public safety kind of thing that the powers that be would say, you know, it's probably better off if they don't know this is going on. Then how did the time traveler find out? It's from the future. So a lot of people will be from the future when we get there. How did he know and no one else? It may be public knowledge. He came back to tell it. Yeah, it could be. I don't know. So Yeah, in the future, it could. yeah, it's probably like the UFO thing where 50 years have gone by. So now here's a document that proved UFOs existed in 1957. So the sun rises out of the west, and the water in the, in the sink goes the opposite direction. That's how I... That's based on the limited information I've gotten from the TikTok post. That's how I understand it. But otherwise, everything's forward Just, motion. All I'm saying is pay attention Tuesday, August 3rd. August 3rd. Be aware. Okay. Number one, you should always be aware of your surroundings. Tuesday, August 3rd, maybe pay a little extra attention. Oh, I will. Just keep your eye on things. I will. Yeah. Mirror universe. Be watching for your... Google alerts on your phone. I'm, I'm going to lose my mind if I get a Google alert saying NASA finds star that resembles Earth. Bizarro Superman. Or something. Yeah. If there's Waving anything closer, back. I'm going to lose my shit. Ha ha. You found us. Ha ha. <laughs> you know, bizarro talk. Right. For all those who watch Super Friends right. back in the day. Meanwhile. <laughs> meanwhile, back at the Hall of Justice. Awesome. Uh, and then lastly, uh, was told about a, a new listener. So I want to give a shout out to Kathy. Say, what's up, Kathy? Welcome aboard. Welcome to the madness, Kathy. That's right. Hope you, hope you enjoy. Tell your friends. And, uh, if you know a new, if anybody knows a new listener, shoot us a little note about it. We'll shout them out. We don't care. We're all about the fans. We're all about the fans. Like Gene Simmons says, without the fans, we're nothing. It's the truth. Or maybe we're nothing anyway, but we're well, a little, a little something like, that. like Motorhead said, you know, born to lose, live to win. Right? That's right. That's right. That's our motto. That's right. All right. Well, you got anything else? There are a ton of happy birthdays, man. I mean, I've had to cut them off for so many. Well, so I'll tell you what, I've been trying to post all the pictures you give me the happy birthdays, but the posts have become like 10 images long with everything. So we may have to figure out a, a way to do this differently. This I mean, week, for some reason, this, this is like, the week. This week of July, this time so frame. So let's let's backtrack it real quick. So we got July. I'm talking like July 20th to the 27th. That's okay. my time frame. So if we backtrack nine months, that would put us in November. Well, now some of them are albums. Okay. So maybe it takes nine months to make well, let's an look album at on average. People's birthdays. And people's so, birthdays. So if their birthday okay, is this month, if, if their birthday is now, it's like right right before Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving break. Yeah. I think, right? Is that how it works? That's so, yeah, something yeah. like that. Sounds right. Yeah. Okay. So, Smell turkey, man. That's right. Or so, just getting food together. Something about turkeys and taters and family. Yeah, and getting all them calories. You got to burn them. That's right. That's right. All right, hit me. What do you got? 
Uh, first up, July 20th, happy 34th birthday to Def Leppard's big comeback album, Hysteria. Amazing. I've always heard there's a complete album done as produced by Jim Simon of Meatloaf fame yeah. that was completely scratched and redone. They brought... Um, um, I've never heard that. Phil, um, oh, Mutlang, back back to uh, right. make the the Hysteria album we know. Okay. But they did a complete album with Jim Steinman that who was played, never who, released. Was it recorded before, before. Drummer's Accident? Um, it was like during, before, after. Okay. I mean, I, I think it was just, they were going in to do another album, just following up Pyromania. Okay. Jim Steinman was hired to do it. Um, they had all these songs and... And they just got, they just realized all the songs sucked and just redid it. That's why it took so long between, oh, yeah. like, because Pyromania was like 83. Yeah. And Hysteria was 87 on July well, 20th. Well, the story 87. was it took so long because drummer had his car accident, lost an arm. I think that just added to the problem. And then had to relearn how to play drums. Mm-hmm. And so With that, little faith in the band. Right, yeah. Okay. Uh, happy 20th, uh, or t- July 20th, happy 40th birthday to ZZ Top's El Loco. Damn straight. The album that brought us uh, songs like and Have a Party on the Patio, The Tube Snake Boogie, and of course the crown jewel being the pearl necklace, and we're not talking about jewelry. <laughs> uh, we'll keep it moving. Also July 20th, 45 years ago, uh, July 20th, John Lord and Ian Pace agreed to disband the now Hall of Fame group Deep Purple. It happened just minutes before David Coverdale walked in to tell him he was leaving the band. Oh, wow. The band would reunite nine years later to record the album Perfect Strangers. Sweet. Um, also, July 20th. July 20th is a big day for rock. Uh, we got a 69th birthday shout out to former Twisted Sister, now, now podcaster of the show The French Connection. JJ French, Mister JJ French, he's sixty nine, sixty nine years old. Yeah, yeah, them guys been out a long time. Looks good, but good podcast, a French connection. Check it out. Moving the next day, July twenty first. Happy, happy birthday, uh, Mrs. Kim Carnes, seventy six years oh, nice. old. Kim Carnes, uh, Betty Davis eyes yeah. mentioned her many times in prior episodes. Uh, again, July 21st, happy 34th birthday to Dio's album, Dream Evil. Some great songs on it. Sunset Superman, the song I personally saw him open up with. All the Fools Sailed Away, another classic. I Could Have Been a Dreamer, great video, great 80s hair video. Right. Uh, first album following Vivian Campbell's departure, and the last album featuring the other remaining original band uh, members being Jimmy Bain on bass and Benny Apice on drums. Uh, again, July 21st, happy 34th birthday to Appetite for Destruction. Wow. No words to describe that. Probably one of the biggest game albums that impact our high school years, right? Yeah. yeah. Game changer. Yeah. It, it, not, it, not, only did the, not only did the music blow your mind, but that freaking Welcome to the Jungle video was just like, what is going on? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but the siren, I mean, yeah. it was, um, and you know, it's funny because I remember when that video came out it was like the first single they released yeah in video and all that and it did not do that well right in the fall of 87 right. it wasn't until sweet was, child of yeah, mine yeah sweet child of mine really but i i mean i i remember exactly where i was when i first saw that video I was that where, where my mom was living and it was mid-afternoon and i was just sitting in front of mtv yeah and it came on and i'm like what in the world is going on yeah um, it, yeah i'm in 
And welcome to the oh god, so good. Yeah, that album was played. That's a great record, man. I mean, it's just so different. I mean, you, like it's so easy. I mean, the lyrics yeah, yeah. of that. Yeah. I mean, you don't hear that every day. No. You know that kind of. I mean, just Mr. Brownstone. Mr. Brownstone. Was great. Yeah. And then I mean, Paradise, Take Me Down to Paradise City, classic. Oh yeah, and that was the one that. Should have been the lead-off single. Oh, should have, yeah. I mean, that's the big yeah. free bird song. Right, yeah. But, uh, yeah, and, well, and then you got, like, Rocket Queen, where they're yep. in the middle, where they they make time for an audio section that I yes. won't describe. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, if you know Rocket Queen, you know what I'm talking You're about. Right. Um, yeah, so we got that on the 21st, then we got, on the 23rd, moving to the 23rd, we got... Happy 37th birthday to Sammy's big solo album, BOA. Last one for he, before he re- regrettably joined Van Halen. Right. I Can't Drive 55, Dick in the Dirt, Two Sides of Love, Swept Away, my personal favorite off that album. Uh, also on the 23rd, happy birthday, former Megadeth drummer Nick Menza, would have been 57, played on the classic albums Rust in Peace, Countdown to Extinction, Died on Stage. Collapsed three, collapsed three songs in um, from a heart failure with his band OHM that featured other former Megadeth band members. I guess Dave Mustaine was being a real a-hole in the late 90s. Yeah, I think era. it kind of comes and goes back in that era. But I had, no, I, I, didn't, I had no idea he died on stage. Yeah, yeah. It was... Um, wow. It was another... Well, I mean, yeah, I always go back to Pantera... And right. uh, it was nothing as brutal as that, but you know, it's just it's something you don't ever want to pay no, a yeah. to see. Yeah. Uh moving on, uh, again July twenty third, we got uh oh, speaking of Guns N' Roses, uh Slash had his birthday. Happy birthday, Slash. Did not get his uh age on that one. It's good but biography if you've not read it. I did read it. Yeah, it's yeah. good. I it liked it. A lot of I don't know how he remembers when he was Yeah. On really wasted, right? Know? Yeah, I remember all that, but uh, again, okay, another birthday here, July 23rd. A Todd Dink favorite, a lady named Allison Krauss, voice of an angel, man, voice of an angel. God. She's 50 years old, okay. Uh, July 25th, happy 41st birthday to ACDC's Back in Black, 156 days from Bon Scott's death to the release of the band's biggest album and one of the biggest selling albums of all time. Happy on also on twenty fifth. Uh, happy forty fourth birthday to the exact same day. Happy forty fourth birthday to ACDC's Let Let There Be Rock International release, the one that we know and love. Right, yeah. not the one with the guitar neck on it, but yeah, where they're playing in in front of a, a stadium and God's light shining yeah, down from the clouds. Yeah, that's a great record too. July twenty sixth. Happy forty eighth birthday to another ZZ Top album, Trace Ombres. That's the album that brought us, uh, brought the world. Um, LaGrange. Yeah. Uh, July 27th, happy 42nd birthday to yet another ACDC album. This one, Highway to Hell. Goodness. They like and, those July releases. Yep. So those are my birthdays. I do have um, a couple more things I've read. You know, we were talking about uh, aging vocalists. You know, we're always, I'm always fascinated by that. Well, ben- yeah, yeah. And speaking of, I saw something, it was on TikTok, but it was like, old VHS looking footage of like an early docking. Okay. Like a, like breaking the change. It was like, this is the first song off our next, our first record. Oh, wow. And I mean, just young Don Dock playing guitar, Don Dockin. Wow. Juan Croucher from rat was on bass. 
But yeah, he played on that yeah. album. And it was just like, holy crap. And it was just, it was amazing. And I mean, you know, it's it's like somebody recorded it off their TV. And it had all like the digital lettering, you know, where it said docking <laughs> and breaking the chains. Bootleg. Bootleg version, man. It was, and it looked like they was in a club. It was badass. I love shit like that. I love stumbling across stuff like that. Well, yeah, that's lightning. That's, that's, what, I, that's what I'm looking for on TikTok is just that random... You know, my song, had to be my there. song today's based, you know, it was on my list, but what got me going was something on TikTok. So I got you. Yeah. All right. Sorry to interrupt you. Well, Go speaking ahead. of Juan Crozier. Yes. Um, I saw a, a metal Wani. That's M-E-T-A-L-W-A-N-I.com. Okay. Headline said, rat fans call out Stephen Piercy for yet another disappointing vocal performance. Right. In quotations, please retire. Wow. Uh, he was playing at the, um, I'm going to butcher this. It's up in Wisconsin. Uh, Waukesha, Waukesha, Waukesha County Fair. Uh, Juan and Stephen are the only original members oh. left. Uh, the, uh, the, <laughs> the quotations, the comments uh, after the show. <laughs> here, here we go. They've lost their groove and energy without Bobby or Warren. There's plenty of bands with members in their 60s that still sound great. This is not one of them. This I'm in, is not one of them. I'm embarrassed for them. Not Don Dawkins embarrassing, but <laughs> embarrassing nonetheless. Another quote. I don't understand people seeing, seeing this saying that Piercy is great. He's out of tune most of the time. He can't get High notes right. I mean, I love rap music when I was a teenager, and I still listen to it, but this guy should retire. I'm sure it's not an easy thing to do when all you you did in your life was singing, but one day you have to face it. And I'll, there's, there's two more. Uh, any, anyone that says Steven sounds pretty good must be com- completely tone deaf. He is in key maybe 15% of the time. He isn't even trying at this point, tribute bands sound better. I, I did see the tribute band sound better comment. Okay, somewhere. gotcha. Yeah, I did see that one somewhere. And the last one just says, please retire, Stephen. Oh, that's got to be tough, man. And that's all you've done. I get it. You want to keep going. Well, and but it's not to be yeah. honest with yourself, probably is. That's probably hard. That's going to be a hard landing. Well, and it, you know what? I bet it's it could potentially be one of those situations where, you know, you do ask the question every day. Are you sure I still sound all right? And it just and the people around you are so scared to be honest with you. No, man, no. You sound like 1984. Well, the problem is, is that you can't have another singer in Rat. Right. And if you did have another singer, no one would come out to see you. Right. So everyone is not making money. Yeah, in the band. But, they're not getting paid. Yeah, but we've talked about it before with Motley Crue and the Vince Neil thing. It's like, man, I'd love to go see Motley Crue, but I just can't. I, I want to remember Motley Crue the way I remember Motley Crue. I don't want, you know. And, but the, the, on the flip side, I want to see the train wreck. We all go, and it, no, deep I'm down, all, we I'm all want to see the car I'm wreck. I'm all for seeing a train wreck here yeah. and there. But, yeah, if, if man, I don't know. I mean, I love street stock when it comes to the sure. dirt track. Yeah. You know, so that would be my street stock. Yeah. I don't know. That's a tough call, man. And I'll leave you with, um, this is why I hate the venue management business because it's always busiest, like January, February, you right. know, in the wintertime. So I can't get away to the Rock Island Fest um, 2022, January 14th to the 17th. I'm sure I can. you be hockey and basketball. Yeah. Key West, Florida. 
get this four days, all hosted by Eddie Trunk. Nice. Eddie Trunk's. If you don't fantastic. know Eddie Trunk, he's a well-known radio host, big in the rock and roll community. Big uh, historian. Hairy historian, yeah. Yeah, and he he knows everybody. He's yeah. been doing it for decades. Yep. Okay, get this. Friday night, you start out. Trickster. Firehouse. Firehouse is one of Dangerous them. Toys. <laughs> I've not seen the light. No, not Dangerous Toys. Autograph. Want to keep going? No, not Autograph. Oh, God, who else? Who else? Uh, Slaughter. Uh, let's see, we got four nights of this. Let me look. No, okay, I'll shut up. Go. I'm just doing out random bands. Okay. All right, Friday, we got, we opened up the, um, we got how many bands here? We got five bands. Start out with Steelheart. Okay. I'll never let you yes. go. Right. Then we go to Firehouse. Okay. Don't treat me bad. Yep. Then we go to Winger. Okay, she's only 17. Then we go to Night Ranger. God, don't tell me you love me. And then we close out the night with Brett Michaels. Not Brett Michaels and Poison, Brett Michaels. Solo. Solo Brett Michaels. Right, which is basically... Speaking of, I've had this conversation for a couple of years now. Does anybody know what's going on with C.C. DeVille from Poison, guitar player, blonde hair? Have you no, heard anything I've not about heard him? Anything by, oh, anything by if accident. If anybody knows anything, I just want to know he's okay. Maybe he's trying to re, revamp that band that he has. Samantha I want to be Seven. famous, Bam. Samantha Seven. Samantha Seven. Yeah. No, it's just... Guy just vanished. Don't hear nothing about him. I think he was on an MTV reality thing at one point, but I I, I genuinely wonder, is he okay? I, I hope, hope he's I like, hope he's okay. Hope he's staying out of the business just because it's what's best for yeah, him. He's like you know, like Steven Adler he's type like at thing. A bakery making muffins or something. I hope so. Okay. All right. All right. So you go to bed, you wake up next day. It's Saturday, January fifteenth. You got starts out with enough's enough. Nice. High on new thing, right? It was probably yep. a big single. Yep. And you go to Bullet Boys. Oh, smooth up in you. Yeah, we're all original members. Back all together. original. Nice. Yep. Speaking of, I saw a Facebook post. Our buddy Joe over, who's over in St. Louis now. Yeah. I th- <laughs> think his band, his band, Throw the Horns, which is a yeah, yeah. 80s rock cover band. Right. I think they're opening for Bullet Boys at some casino somewhere. I'd love to see Joe's band. Yeah, it's, for- been, it's been a long time. Just for, you know. Yeah, they're fun. They're great. Yeah, if you get a chance to go see a band called Throw the Horns, usually playing over in the St. Louis area. I think they venture out some too, but yeah, they're a good time. Any of the uh, Mary Frank guys in there, or is it just? No, I think it's I think it's all St. Louis guys now. He's just, uh, he's like um, David Coverdale of cover yeah, bands. He, yeah, yeah. He exactly. just gets to replace me, musicians. Yep. Okay, gotcha. All right, so. Yeah, we're back on this Rock Island Fest 2022, Key West, Florida. And we're going, we're in on the second day. Started out with Enough's Enough and then we went to Bullet Boys. Now we're on to Warrant, which I don't know who's left in that band. There's got to be at least a couple, right? Yeah, there's just a couple. I'm trying to remember who the singer is now. I can't remember. No, go can't ahead. Remember. Then we go to Skid Row, another one without Sebastian Bach. Right. You, yeah. know, you make you wonder who's in there. And then you close, close out the night with Lover Boy. Oh, sweet. Yeah. So, you know, that'd be fun. Fun day. Yeah. Third day. Open up. Faster Pussycat. God. Still love that first record. Then we have the Vinny, uh, Vivian Campbell, Vinny Apice led, uh, or I don't know if Vinny's in there or not, but the uh, tribute band, uh, D.O. D.O. Last Line. Thing? Yeah. Yeah. So that'd be fun. Okay. And you go to Slaughter. <laughs> Fly right? the Angels, baby. Right. And then you go to the Dawkin slash Lynch reunion. Dawkin Lynch. Oh, so George Lynch back George in George Lynch will be gotcha. in Dawkin. They okay. wanted to emphasize that because he's not always in the band. Right. 
And then you close out the night with D. Snyder solo. I recently read something about him. I think it was him saying that there was 0% chance of a Twisted Sister reunion. They used to really not like D. Snyder. Yeah. I thought they, like, were over it, but not enough to... Yeah. Well, and I love. think one of, one of the members has passed away as well. I can't remember which one. Oh, I think you're right. I think one of the guitar players. The guitar player, bass player. Well, not J.J., obviously, but... The, I want to think it was the bass player. Now, bass... Is he still okay? Maybe he did. He's the one that hated. He really wanted to kill right. D. Snyder. There's, I mean, a gr- there's a great Twisted Sister, Twisted Sister documentary... Right, that I watched a couple of years ago. It was fast. I mean, just it was I remember just, the behind the music. Yeah, but this was like an hour and a half long, and it was just just talking about before they kind of got big and just playing the clubs and just crazy hard working, hard working band. Yeah, and put up a, had to go through a lot to make, yeah. keep the dream alive. Yep. All okay, right. so the final night, day four, day four. You think you've had enough, but here comes more. Band tango, band bang tango, band tango. Oh, love bang tango. Then you go to Vixen, uh, yeah, okay. the all-girl band. Right, you know? yeah. Then you go to Jack Russell's Great White. Okay, yeah. So you got Great White. Then you go to Lita Ford. Uh, okay. Then you close it out with Jackal. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and why wouldn't you? And why wouldn't you? I mean, that's how you end your four-day run. Yeah. With a, a little um, chainsaw. Man, I'm thinking day one and day three are... If are, you had to pick one. Well, who, okay, so day one, yeah, Steelheart, Firehouse, Winger, Night Ranger, Brett Michaels. Yeah, I'm day three. I'm day three. If I'm faster, Pussycat, Last in Line, Slaughter, Dawkin, D. Snyder. Yeah, day three is my number one. Then I'm gonna go day one is my number two. Day four is probably my third favorite, and I'm not a big fan of day two. You don't like um, Lover, well, problem is Lover Boys. Skid Row. Yeah. I do like Bullet Boys. I do like Bullet Boys. You need to flip out that. Uh, was it Night Ranger then Loverboy? Night Ranger's on day one. Oh, Loverboy's headline in day two. Who was second? Who was behind? Uh, okay, day two you had Loverboy, Skid Row, Warrant, Bullet Boys, and that's okay, enough. Skid Row. Yeah, Skid Row needs to be headlining that. Really, even yeah. without the original yeah. singer. Yeah, now Loverboy's pretty big though. Yeah, and they're but, a little bit out of they're out that of their time frame. Though. Yeah, they're yeah they're a little out of sorts. Yeah, they're the ones that they're definitely the oldest. As far as when their hits came, it was definitely before well, everybody they were else. More ro- they're more radio friendly rock. Well, it was like I mean, their hits were like eighty, eighty one, mm-hmm. eighty two. I mean, they did have some hits later, but it was yeah. Like, I mean, most of these guys, well, Night Rangers, a little old too, I guess. I mean, yeah, Night Rangers, early eighties. I think they're a little out of sorts as well, but still, but that's still a hell of a lineup. Yeah, as far as that eighties period goes, I mean, you can't oh, get yeah. more eighties no, in it's this a great lineup. lineup. Yeah. So yeah, I'm a little jealous. I'm not. I'm not a big fan of that Vixen and Lita Ford on the same day either. I think you need to, and I'm sure it's all scheduling, but it feels like yeah. you need to s- spread those out a little bit. I like Lita Ford. There's, I'm a fan. It's just I don't know. I don't I, like the idea of having. I don't like. Ja- I'd rather have Lita Ford headline than Jackal. I mean, I like Jackal's a bigger band. I think so. Yeah. Okay. I mean, Lita had that hit. A couple hits. I've heard play. some other. There's some other songs out there, Alita, that's good. She's, she's very just, talented. Yeah. yeah. I just don't, she never, never, never really broke through. Yeah. yeah. So but that's she, it. That's she all I got. Chris Holmes from Wasp for a while. Yeah. She had some uh, pretty, I heard her on a podcast with Eddie Trunk one time. 
In fact, Eddie's had conversations with Chris and conversations with Lita separately. Yeah. And together. Uh-huh. And, um, yeah, it was some crazy stories. Yeah. Uh, Chris was not always a nice guy. No. I think there's a, another, do- <laughs> you're talking about the documentaries. Uh, there's one called Mean Man I've seen on Amazon. It's a kind of a mean man. Mean man. M-E-A-N. Oh, okay. It's not a nice guy. He's a mean man. Okay, gotcha. So mean man, but it's a documentary about Chris Holmes and overseas and just trying to keep the dream alive with his new band. Oh, you sent me that trailer. Yeah. I didn't even recognize him. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You wouldn't. Yeah. I I mean, I think of Chris Holmes. He's the dude from Decline of Western Civilization Part 2 sitting in the pool with the vodka bottle. No, he was the guitarist from Wasp. Yeah. Yeah. I I want to be somebody. Yeah. Blind in Texas and yep. all that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, uh, interesting character. Yes, he is. That's all I got. Goodness, we got through it. Okay. Yeah. It was a lot. Yeah. A lot going on in July. Yeah, July is a happening, happening rock month. I guess. All right. Did we determine? I You go first. I go first. Yeah. Okay. Yep. All right. Well, like I alluded to earlier, you know, finding music stuff on TikTok makes me happiest. So the the one I ran across recently and i really i don't really i guess i get it because it's kind of bizarre and then i'll have to show you the video afterwards because i did keep it but for a couple of weeks there was a tiktok thing where i guess it's from their saturday night live performance but the band greta van fleet and i'm not even sure what song it is mm-hmm. but there's a whole it's 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 become viral it's like i was you know if i if i turned on tiktok and was flipping through it for 10 minutes a day, 20% of the videos I saw had to do with this Greta Van Fleet performance on Saturday Night Live. Your, your algorithm, huh? I guess. I don't know. Because I just flipped through. I mean, I like a few things here and there, but I don't know what I would have liked that would have... The first album support or this new latest material? No, it's 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 a recent Saturday Night Live performance. Okay, so they push yeah. in the new material. Yeah, well, but it's 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 like it's almost like people are kind of making because the guy's a little quirky and kind of <laughs> makes <laughs> makes some movements and he sings a little odd, but you know, they're, they're, it's not very straightforward. But anyway, this thing is popping up all the time, and it got me thinking. It's like God, Greta Van Fleet. Yeah, they're on my list, and the song Highway Tune that from the first time I heard it, it was just like, this thing is burned into my brain. I love the riff. I love the singing. And I know I love it because as I'll mention in a little bit, it's very Led Zeppelin. It's a very Led Zeppelin vocal. It's a very Led Zeppelin guitar sound. It's a very Led Zeppelin song. No question. Yeah. More than like a kingdom come or some, you know, some other band that's, Trying to sound like Zeppelin, a lot the, more, a lot more earthy than Kingdom Come. Yes, yeah, the, a lot more natural feeling. Yeah, yeah. So, but nonetheless, I I dig this band. Um, I think we talked about them a little bit back on episode forty one, and just kind of some quick background on them. Formed in two thousand twelve, they come from uh, Michigan. Three, got three brothers: got Josh, Jake, and Sam. And right. then uh, you got the drummer Danny, who's the I guess outsider. Oh, he's like a cousin, right? He's uh, when I looked it up, it didn't say anything about that. It just said the three brothers and then okay. friend Danny or something okay. like that. Right. So, Their name came from a resident in their hometown whose name was Gretna Van Fleet. And so they kind of changed the name and got her blessing, and now they are Greta Van Fleet. Oh, well, and it's like Jane's Addiction there. says in interviews that uh, 
they weren't really Gretna's taste in music, but she approved of, of what they were doing and wished them well. Because who wouldn't? All right, yeah. So the song Highway Tune, again, it was their debut single, top Billboard's mainstream rock and alternative rock charts in September 2017 for four solid weeks. Uh, kind of looking into it, it said that it's the first song that the band wrote and recorded together. So it's like, hey, let's get a band going. This is the first song they wrote and recorded. Wow. The guitar riff that's very predominant in it, and it's really honestly what grabs me in this stupid song, but it's... Uh, it was referenced in one of the interviews saying it was written back in 2010. So, you know, this thing came out in 17. So this is a song that was just kind of being developed and coming together for seven years. Yeah, with a riff like that, you have to start out screaming like a Robert Plant's oh, whale. God, yeah. yeah. It, and, it was... and what I like about it too is like, I mean, just the opening guitar riff to where it kicks in is kind of got that really thin sound. And then it kicks in with that scream and it get, you get that full blown depth of it. It's, it, I mean, it's again, it's everything Led Zeppelin did, right? It's just, it's perfect. Uh, now the, you know, and as far as comparing them to Led Zeppelin, their sound, you know, they say that, you know, obviously Led Zeppelin was an inspiration, but they not, they weren't necessarily going for imitating them, but you got to believe that, you know, you listen to a bunch of stuff. This is where they gravitate. It's just where you land, yeah. If something sounds right, you go with it. So I'm not faulting them. Um, but the one thing I did think about while I was kind of typing all this up is, and I mentioned earlier, Kingdom Come, I would I would have loved it if they would have come out and said, well, we're not so much a Led Zeppelin tribute band. We're really emulating our sound after the band Kingdom Come. Oh my I God. thought that would be hilarious. <laughs> it kind of, kind of made me giggle. So. Come to me now. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, you can't hear the song, not think about Zeppelin, the riffs, the guitar tone, the vocals, everything about it. Everything, I, I will say everything except the drumming. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with the drumming on the song, but I got to believe Bonham would just hit it harder. Dude was a beast. Yeah. Zeppelin drummer Bonham. No, yeah. they, they emphasized his the echoing of his drums. Yeah. Uh, but again, I, you know, emulating the sound and kind of sounding like it. And their new stuff, it still's kind of got that Zeppelin-y vibe to it, I think. But I think they've kind of gotten away from it. But this song is, there's no denying it. And I don't think it's a bad thing. I think they've gotten a lot of shit over the years about it. You know, I talked about the first single that came off that new album. And I read yeah. that they were trying to get away from Led Zeppelin. But when I heard that, it was the organ. Like, they opened up with, like, an organ kind of yeah. intro. And it, I, I said... Your your time is going to come. Yeah, it instantly took me there. Yeah. So even when they try to get away, they can't. But get if away. that's if the, yeah, and I mean, you, because you're expecting that in your brain, right? Now, yeah, you made the association. But I that think band. that even if the, you know, for them to say they're trying to get away from it, I think if that's your sound, that's your sound. Yeah. You yeah. know, you Why, do, you, you're make, you're not if you're making songs that you feel good about, and that's how they come out. That's how they come out. Right. You know. So uh, I did find an interview back in 2018. Robert Plant of Led Zeppelin said in an interview, they are Led Zeppelin 1 and described the singer Josh as a beautiful little singer. He's lighting up on the um, people that, yeah, you know, kind of copy that formula. Yeah. He used to not be so friendly with it. Yeah. Like uh, when the band Bonham, uh -huh. Jason was a kid. Yep. What was that song he had? Um, Oh, I can't think what it is. Something to, is it something to you? All I want to do is dance the night. You know the song I'm talking about, but I know the yeah. I, I mean, I know Blank kind of crapped on it. Yeah, you yeah. Know, publicly, okay. Uh, singer Josh is also he's also said in some interviews he imitates his movements and onstage antics based on uh, Mr. Joe Cocker. Remember him? 
So that's where that comes that, from. Well, and I got another story about that too. So, uh, so yeah, so that and that makes sense if you you know you go back and watch the Woodstock footage of Joe Cocker. Right. Dude had a style of his own. So, uh, so it came from that, and then also read something that said back in 2018, uh, the band Greta Van Fleet performed at Elton John's Academy Award party per Sir Elton's request. Elton John joined the band Greta Van Fleet on stage for Saturday Night's All Right for Fighting and the Greta Van Fleet song You're the One. And after the set, Elton suggested that they get more dramatic and flamboyant with their performance and wardrobe. And I made a note oh, here man. that if you, if you see them recently, like if you see the Saturday Night Live thing, the suggestion stuck. They took it to heart. And what really fascinates me, if you go watch the video for Highway Tune, which is their first single, mm-hmm. they're wearing jeans and T-shirts. Yeah. They're just like an everyday rock rock and roll band. There's nothing whatever about them. So I got to believe Elton coming to them. If this story's true, Elton saying, you guys need to get a little more flamboyant and more dramatic on stage with how you dress and perform. There is a huge difference in the video for that first song and what they are now. Uh, well, they look like 76 Rush. Something like that, yeah. It's, it was some Joe Cocker in there. There's some stuff. I got to I got to see this. Not you. Burn, yeah. Keep referencing. Yeah. It. No, it's good. Okay. And then the story I've got, as as it relates to it, uh, the first time, and I know I I've heard of them, and then a buddy of mine um, actually got a gig doing uh, being the production manager, and so just in talking with him, one conversation he was like, "Hey, yeah, they're going to be on Saturday Night Live this weekend." I was going to be out of town, so I set the DVR so that when I got home from traveling, I could uh, I could watch it. And uh, it's when I got home, I, I went to watch it, and I, I think it was on. And my wife said, while it was recording, I think one of my boys came in and was like, "What the hell is on? What is this on TV?" <laughs> and she and she just kind of said, well, "That's something your dad wanted to watch. He's recording or whatever." And I, and I and if I remember correctly, I think his response to her after she said that was, "Yeah, of course it is." <laughs> so, they they know me well. Yeah, right. like I said, they've got their own own way on how they perform and how they look. But uh, as far as it, as far as the rating or whatever we're doing now, I'm definitely rocking this one at the stoplight with the windows down. Probably gonna play air guitar with it as well. I love that riff. I love it. No shame. No, no shame. And uh, if I remember correctly, it seems like I saw some. I think they're opening some shows for Metallica coming up. I've heard that. Which it was I, like it was. It was the COVID thing kind yeah, well, of Well, it was supposed to be it. last year, but then it seems like I saw something recently with a Metallica date or them saying they're opening for Metallica on some date or something. But I'd, 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 find, it, I'd find it interesting to see how the Metallica crowd takes to them. Well, Metallica crowd's a little older, so they'd probably be a little oh, more yeah. receptive. True, true. I remember in 89, it was Injustice for All when the cult yeah. opened for them. Right. Big cult fan. Oh, I, I love am. the cult. Went up front, you know, to watch the show, yep. and the reception they got at, in front of the Metallica crowd was not good. No, everybody was happy to see him get off stage. Yeah, and I was just like, well, and I think wasn't if I remember right, that singer was always drunk or was well, drunk. He, that he night. has that Morrison, Jim Morrison type. Yeah, you know, real hippie ish kind of vibe. It vibe to him. Yeah. Right? So it, it, it's not a Metallica. No, it's not a Metallica slot. Yeah. No, not at all. Yeah, but. It was a great show. Yeah. So in closing, um, if I want a Zeppelin vibe, but nothing in the Zeppelin catalog kind of scratches the itch, this is a good, solid, good, solid substitution for 
for getting that fix for that sound. Yeah. But not finding it in Zeppelin's catalog. So yeah. go check out some Greta Van Fleet. Yeah. They seem yeah. like a good bunch of boys. You can't see Zeppelin anymore, but you can see Greta Van Fleet. Yep. That's it. That's what I got, man. All right. All right. Uh, Todd, my summer playlist continues. Here we go. Uh, hot days, too hot to do anything else, but water activity or stay inside. A lot of people would stay inside in the air conditioning, but screw that. You can stay inside all winter. So what the hell? I love summer. I love nine degree heat, as we talked about. I love it because there's no no tease about the cold. It's hot. Dress like it's hot. It's clearly defined. Nothing depresses me more than staying indoors in the air conditioning when it's a sunny summer day outside. Right. Unless you, yeah, I have to do the work, but I'm getting paid. So, you know, sure. keep, keep my three-year-old alive. Right. So my song this week has the ambiance to match my love for summer. I okay. picked Sunny Afternoon by the 1990 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame band, The Kinks. A little history on the band. Formed in the... In the wonderful part of North London in 1963, by formed by brothers Ray and Dave Davies. Yep. Huge influence on classic rock and rap world. Van Halen alone covered their songs, You Really Got Me, Where Have All the Good Times Gone. Two Live Crew covered All Day and All of the Night. Mm-hmm. You know, All Day and All of the Night with their song One on One. What was that, like 87, 88? Big hit for them. Ray and Dave Davies were the seventh and eighth children in their family. Wow. The first six were all girls. So talking about being on top, you know, being stuck, being the only brothers. Yeah. Uh, Like Oasis, Ray and Dave were notorious fighters on a daily basis, uh, but that didn't exclude the rest of the band. Uh, Mick Avery, uh, once on stage, I think it was 1965, in the early days of the band, smashed a cymbal over... Live on stage, smashed a cymbal over Dave Davies' head when he was complaining about his drumming. Mick took off running, thinking he killed his guitar player. Uh, cops uh, found him soon after. Dave got sent to the hospital. The curtain closed. The show was over. But what's more important with the Kinks is they pioneered that early distortion sound discovered when Ray Davies... Uh, Poked uh, well. There's two different stories. Ray would say he poked uh, a um, knitting ne- knitting needle into his amp speaker. Uh, Dave would say he took a razor and cut into the speaker to to get that distortion okay. sound. That's where you, that's what you get on their first hit song. You really got me. It's a great guitar sound. Yeah, and it was you know like I said, Van Halen took it to another oh, level. Yeah. They didn't get the notoriety of other British invasion bands there in the in the 60s, like the Beatles, Stones, the Who, whatnot. You can go down the list. Uh, they were banned from performing in the United States by the American Federation of Musicians. They were banned from 1964 to 1968 from being able to play. What'd they do? Apparently, they were on their first tour in 1965, and they got into a fight with a union rep before a show, and the word got out. Okay. And of course, this is the early days of touring. This is sure. before Axl Rose right, yeah. and all that stuff. So you mess with the union guy, you mess with all the union right, guys. Yeah. So it got to the American wow. Federation of Musicians, and they said, you're not allowed to play anywhere in the United States. Holy smokes. So the prime time to be out there getting your music going. Yeah. You think about the Stones and the Beatles, 64 through 68, oh, all yeah. the touring they did and the popularity mm-hmm. they got. Kinks couldn't enjoy that in the United States. They completely completely missed that mark. 
and maybe the American Federation of Musicians is looking for a reason to start banning this new sound coming from England. Who knows? Right. It, it could be political too. But another fact I learned about the history of the Kinks and Todd, you be a, you know, as a meh, mild hater of the Doors, you'll be happy to know the Kinks, rather than sue the Doors, demanded the Doors admit they stole the main riff from all day and all of the night to create their hit. Hello, I love you. Won't you tell me your name? Damn straight. You let all me know day what's up. and all of the night. Hello, I love you. Won't you yeah. tell me your name? Damn straight, Kings. You set Jim in his place. Jim Morrison admitted that they did steal it, and that's all they needed to hear. That's right. The publishers are screaming to Ray to sue the doors yeah. for doing that. And he's like, all I want from them is admit I just, they did I just, it. I just want them to say it out loud. And I, I'll be happy. Good for him. So my song this week, Sunny Afternoon. 1966, Swing in London. Austin Powers, Swing in 60s London here. And this, a Sunday afternoon, the follow-up to their hit, Dedicate, Dedicated Follower of Fashion. Austin, you know, Austin Powers uh, definitely loved that song. It was the biggest UK hit of the summer, 1966. Uh, Sunday afternoon was topping the chart, displacing the Beatles paperback writer at number one on the UK charts. Peaked at number 14 on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100 the week of October 1st, 1966. Uh, beaten out by West Memphis High School grad Sandy Posey and her anthem of all torm- her anthem on the torment of all females. Uh, her anthem on the torment of all females that what they face on the song Born a Woman. Beat them out for 13th. Cherished by the Association was the number one song that week. Todd, do you remember that song? For some reason, I have cherished the love in my head. I think cherish cool in the is gang. the word that I okay. use to describe. I, okay. You don't know how many times I wish that I could tell you. It's uncanny how exactly spot on you sound. <laughs> I mean, I, I wanted to be a member of the association. Yeah. Uh, Sunday Afternoon features the beautiful background vocals of Ray's first wife, Reza, who was somewhat resented by other band members because she was... really. She was, I mean, can you, be, can you be, be shocked by this? Other band members not digging somebody's here, wife in the band? Uh, here we go. Spinal Tap again. Yoko? Yoko. Uh, she was, they resented her because she was the first to hear many of Ray. Ray Davies was primary songwriter. Right. I mean, he, he wrote Lola. I mean, most of the hits. Ray's, he, she was the first to hear Ray's new song back then. It was the first to give her opinion on what's good and what's bad. Her influence was stronger than the rest of the band. So they were upset that she got input before they got to hear the original version. Correct. Yeah, you know, Ray was okay. when when Dave and the rest of the band was out being rock and rollers. He he was at home, married with with a uh, with a kid. Okay. So he was you know coming up with new songs at home. Right. So when he would if, he'd come up with something, play it. Yeah, the wife's in the house. She'd, she'd get the, her opinion. Yeah. And she's yeah. a good singer. I mean, she got, had okay. her own musical background. Okay. But that's not cool if you're a rock and roller. Sure. To let your wife have first say rather than your own brother. That's, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. Uh, UK Musical was named after uh, the name of our song this week. Uh, had a run in the had a run in England from 2014 to 16 about the rise and fall and the rise again of the kinks. And they're in the late 80s with songs like Come Dancing. Yep. I love the song, very catchy ragtime feel, not only for its summer references, I love it, but lyrically it's 
it's it's really having a bad day, and it's loaded with lots of sarcasm. Ray describes all the bad things going on in his life, but he describes it as the life of luxury and as well. As in, the life of luxury is not all it's hyped up to be. So if you're living that life of luxury, Ray is saying, trust me. If you're not living that life of luxury, Ray is saying, trust me. You're not missing anything. Just live your life the way you're living. Even rich man has Be happy negatives. with what you right. There's always a negative. There's always trouble. I'll do the positive or negate that positive. Yeah, I was going to say this. I mean, this song is for, for wanting it, just based on the title, wanting it to be kind of a happy summary song. It's kind of a downer. It's kind of a downer. Yeah. Yeah, he's got. He mentions all these problems, but here I am on a sunny afternoon, right? Living this life of luxury. Yeah, yeah. And that's what you say every day, laying in the pool. I may look like I'm happy, but I got all this crap going right, on yeah. right now. That's yeah. basically what the song is. Gotcha. It's kind of like a dog. I compared it to like a dog chasing a car, and he actually catches a car, like or like. I even, you know, I'm thinking like even Scarface. You know, when he it's was my favorite from The Dark Knight. I don't know what I would do if I would catch it. There you go. Yeah, the joke. Like, yeah. no, chase on a car. I don't know what I would do if I catch it. Like he achieved all this, everything he wanted to achieve, and then all these problems start coming right. up. So it's like an empty victory. That kind of, classic that, wishing on a genie in a lamp. I want to be rich, but you're rich, but there's some you don't realize negative cause to it. Yeah, consequences, consequences to yeah. it. Yeah, you don't, you don't seal up the contract of right. the stipulations. You just say you want to be rich. Yeah. And how you get rich is not mentioned, and that's where it gets you. Yeah, exactly. But you can also say, well, it's summertime, it's all good. It's a you know, kind of a roll with the punches song. No matter how bad your day goes, there's always a positive somewhere you can reach for. And yeah, you can see it that way as well. Yeah, if you're just listening. It's good, you know, if you're by the pool. This is one of them songs you kinda of have in the background. You know, right. It's just perfect sunny summer day music. That's perfect summer sunny day music. Yeah, it's great, great stuff. That's why I enjoy it. Well, and the and the title of this one too got me thinking of a song you've done before, uh, that Sunless Saturday song. Oh yes, yeah, by Fishbone. Yeah, the Fishbone Sunless Saturday. That's a good. Just, I think that's another great song. That's as you described, floats in the background of a just being outside in the pool or doing stuff outside. To me, that's like the winter version. No. Like if you're doing winter stuff, I like the groove of that song, man. Oh, well, hey, no, it's a yeah. great grouping song. Yeah, Not, and for that, I give you credit. Yeah, um, but I, I picture that more like you know these. Well, when we did it, was like in February, right? So it's like you know here you got your Saturday to yourself, but it's such a blah day outside. Yeah, yeah. it's a perfect song for that situation. Yeah. Gotcha. But that's my that's my song this week. Kinks, man. I go through phases where I forget about the kinks and then I remember them. All right. And I go back to, you know, like Lola is a great song. Oh, yeah. Uh, Well-respected man. Oh, yeah. They got they got a ton of songs out there. They got a great Christmas song. Father Christmas. I haven't heard this one. Father Christmas, bring me some money. Father Christmas. Yeah. I thought that was Greg Lake by Emerson Lake and Palmer. Uh, it might be, but the kinks do a version of it. Okay. It's on my Christmas song playlist. I'll be dang. Maybe they wrote it. Could be, yeah. I mean, that's... That's yeah. how a band Kinks, like this is. They yeah. get copied. Yeah, the the Kinks are one of those bands that, like you were talking about, they never really made it, but I think they're so inspirational. They're one of those under underappreciated inspiration bands. Yeah, you don't hear them a lot on classic rock. No. You'll you used, hear, to, you used who, to hear Lola a lot. 
Yeah, but even that's more adult contemporary. Yeah, yeah. It's you changed. don't hear the Who. I mean, you'll hear right, the Who yeah. and the Stones. Yeah, the, not the Kinks. No, they're yeah, they're one of those bands that I think a lot of people appreciate, even though they never really got the recognition they deserved. Yeah, well, they got in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I well, mean, yeah, you, yeah. But that even that's kind of yeah, snobbish. It's, it's you know, that's a snobbish. Speaking group. of, I did see at Speaking of Rock and Roll Hall of Fame uh, some social media post asking if Ingve Malmsteen should be considered for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I'm, I'm not really sure why he wouldn't be. What would disqualify him for it? Uh, uh, firing about a thousand musicians. You know what? It's just <laughs> putting him back into circulation. I, I don't know. I don't know if he's on that fame level in yeah, the big world of music. No, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't either. I don't think he's... he's if Iron Maiden is not in... How the hell can right, yeah. Momstein be not in? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's, yeah. it's that old age, old argument. Sure. How can this band be in? If, if, yeah, you, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Everybody. I'd put them in. Well, yeah, because you're a big fan. Right. But it just depends. You know, I don't. It, I'd put Thin Lizzy in my Hall of Fame, and they'll never be in right. the Cleveland one. Right. You, I'm sure you got your own bands like that. Yeah. I don't. I mean, the Hall of Fame is the Hall of Fame. It is what it is. I. I don't pay much attention to it. Yeah, that, I like watching it and hearing about whatever, but the best I don't it, not listen to somebody because they haven't been inducted. The best exception speech was the Sex Pistols. And, yeah. and they weren't even there. They wrote a letter okay. for someone. I forget who wrote it or read it, but <laughs> it was the big middle finger uh-huh. to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Right. And it's the best one. That's awesome. I'll have to go look at it. That's, I'll have to go look it up. Yeah, it's... Uh, I mean, there are a lot of interesting accepting acceptance. Yeah, like the ones of drama, like the Blondie one, right? That where the like the 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 fired band members, the ones that sued Blondie, you know, yeah. the remaining members were off in the distance on the microphone, uh-huh. wanting to play, and they were saying no in yep. front of everybody in the audience. And there's some interesting, but that Sex Pistols one, that's a great one. All right, <laughs> dig into that. It's so Sex Pistols. It's well, so well, you know, yeah, so Johnny Rodden. Yeah, exactly. All right, well, that'll wrap it up for this week. Uh, like I always say, songs will be on the Spotify playlist under Every Playlist Tells a Story. And I'll put all the info on the socials, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And if uh, the Kinks or the Greta Van Fleet kind of scratch your itch for something new to listen to, go out and spend some money on a record, do a download, something. Give them some support. And... Right, but, Whatever platform you're listening to, subscribe, rate, tell a friend, leave a comment. And I love to live so pleasantly. Live this life of luxury. Lazing on a sunny afternoon. Hits it. In the summertime. (laughs) That's it. Love it when Jimmy sings. Thanks for listening, y'all. Bye.